0: Our guests this morning are Paula Latassa, 350 Deschutes C-PACE, Commercial Property Assessed Clean Energy Manager. And we do have Todd Gray, Chief Financial Officer for, is it Merite?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Merite Hotel Management. Thank you.
0: And the Vice President of Finance for Merite's Development Partners, Saikan B Corp. Welcome to The Point, Paula and Todd. And thanks for joining us this morning.
2: Thank you, Louise. It's really a pleasure to be here.
0: Paula, can you explain to us, please, what is CPACE?
2: CPACE stands for Commercial Property Assessed Clean Energy, quite a clunky acronym for such an effective program. But what 350 Deschutes is excited about it is we really see it as a game changer for commercial property owners and developers who want to invest in energy efficiency, renewable energy, and resiliency. Previously, there's been financing barriers that have often prevented folks from investing in these types of improvements, and CPACE actually flips that equation and um, really makes it affordable for commercial property owners to invest in these types of improvements to reduce their operating costs, improve their cash flow, while meeting sustainability goals.
0: So CPACE then allows building owners and developers to borrow money for projects related to making a building more energy efficient, correct? Correct. You nailed it. Can CPACE funds be used for retrofitting an existing building, or is it strictly for new construction?
2: Absolutely. It can be used for both. And in fact, it's about a 50-50 equation as far as whether CPACE is being used for new developments or whether it's used for existing developments. And there's especially post, well, I can't say post-pandemic, can I? No. Uh, Unfortunately... (laughs) As we navigate this pandemic and building owners are really trying to figure out how do we revitalize some of these buildings that are now vacant, CPACE has really been effective for helping them to recapitalize projects and reuse existing buildings for new purposes.
0: That's awesome. So this is a nationwide program, correct?
2: Yes, it is. Yes and no, really. Do you want me to dive into that a little bit? Sure. Okay. So CPACE is really a part of the special assessment process, which is enabled by the federal government. What the federal government does is they allow local improvements that result in a public good to, um, they allow a property owner, let me correct, to finance improvements on their property through a special assessment for projects that result in a public benefit. So examples of this that we're all familiar with might be streetlight improvements, water quality improvements, sewer improvements, street lighting. Anybody who lives in Sun River might be familiar with a mosquito abatement district. Or rural folks, <laughs> Marianne shaking her head. Rural yes. folks um, have to often be in a special fire district. These are all uses of the special assessment process, and the federal government expanded that around 2008 and basically said if local jurisdictions would like to allow commercial property owners to use the special assessment process to finance these clean energy or resiliency improvements, they can do that if the local jurisdiction, either a county or a city, enables CPACE or authorizes it. And before that happens, of course, a state has to enable it. And that has happened in Oregon.
0: Gotcha. And we'll, we'll, we will circle back to that in just a moment. Is the program open to all sectors, uh, hospitality, industrial, etc.?
2: It most certainly is. In some states, they even actually allow residential projects. That's not the case for Oregon. But every sector, pretty much, even government, is eligible for a CPACE loan. The question is whether or not it's the right fit. Some entities, like government entities or some affordable housing projects can actually get a better financing rate. And so it's not that they wouldn't be eligible. It's just that they would might have better tools, um, depending on their sector, that allow them to finance these types of improvements.
0: So what are the guidelines for an applicant or a property to be eligible for CPACE?
2: What are the guidelines? Essentially, what they need to do is they need to reduce energy use, or generate energy. So that can include specific energy efficiency improvements. It can include indoor air quality improvements that result in an energy efficiency savings. It can include financing a solar project. It can include financing a battery backup system, EV charging. In Oregon, actually seismic improvements is part of the resiliency aspect water i think is really really significant for us in central oregon and you know reducing our use of water and finding ways to save water that's going to be really important as we continue to see drought year after drought year
0: so instead of going to a regular bank, the owner could get a loan from a lender that's part of the nationwide CPACE market. The property owner would then pay the loan back over time on his or her property tax bill in a similar way that someone who lives in a special district, like a rural fire district, would pay. Do we have that right?
2: Yes, and it's it's only the the property owner is the only one who is go, who chooses to participate in a CPACE loan. They're the only one that are going to be impacted by this lien and this loan. Nobody else, no other taxpayer is impacted by a commercial property owner participating in a CPACE loan.
0: And it's interesting, the, the loan is actually attached to the property rather than the owner of the property. So in other words, if that owner sells, the loan stays as a lien on the property, correct? That's correct.
2: So Paula, about the whole process of the CPACE, it's already been authorized by the state of Oregon, but now it's waiting for approval by a local government entity, and in our case it's Deschutes County. Commissioners, could you tell us where we are in that process? Sure. Deschutes County is currently considering it. We've asked them to look at it back in April, and since then they've been putting a little bit of time into researching how a program could work here, whether or not there would be costs, and and what it would look like. And there are multiple in the 12-year history of CPACE. There are a lot of different models to look at because you can imagine how it might have popcorned across the country, every program having unique little nuances specific to their region. And What we found is that Clark County up in Washington has done a phenomenal job of putting together a program, and it's a program that is paid for by user fees. The county has not had to hire additional staff. They've only had the program in place for a couple of months, and they already have at least seven applicants. This is a model program, again, because it's effective, users want to do it. They see it as a really simple process, non-bureaucratic, and the government is finding that it actually is an excellent economic stimulus tool. So currently, the county is looking at a similar set of documents in which they might be able to implement and get it passed here. The key to making that happen is getting stakeholders who might use this policy to let the county know that they think this is important. And we don't know when they'll actually vote on it. We just know that they're looking at legal documents right now. But we expect in the latter half of this month, early February, they could be making a decision. Anyone who wants to learn more can either contact me or go to the 350 Deschutes website. But Todd actually is currently looking at a project or two that might be able to take advantage of CPACE if it were available here in the county.
0: And that's just a beautiful introduction. Todd, let's get you involved in this conversation. You're the CFO for Merite Hotel Management and the Vice President of Finance for Merite's Development Partner, CICAN? Is it CICAN or CICAN? It's CICAN, Thank you. Merite manages a number of hospitality properties throughout Oregon, and I understand that you've got a pending project in Redmond. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, we... we, You know, we're very uh, bullish on uh, the Ben Redmond areas. You know, we're always looking for new opportunities, new uh, hotels to uh, bring to a community. And we've identified uh, a couple sites. One of them is in in Redmond. And, you know, when you look at a project, you have uh, what we call our, our capital stack. You know, that's how we pay for these projects. And the traditional sources are our capital money uh, that we get from ourselves and investors and bank debt. Investment capital is is expensive. Bank debt is, is market-driven. What's kind of really unique about this is that CPACE helps us complete that capital stack. It's traditionally a little bit more expensive than bank debt, but not as expensive as capital. So what it allows us to do is to lower the amount of investment capital we have to bring in, replace that with CPACE, and it has the opportunity to make a marginal project feasible. And this has been our experience when we're looking at this project in Redmond without C-PACE. It's a tough call. You know, do we want to invest X amount? Do we want to take this risk for a marginal return? You add C-PACE into the equation and it changes that analysis to marginal to, okay, we we have a project. And you know, what's really unique about this, Louise, is it doesn't cost the taxpayer a dime, unlike Many other programs that we've heard about, or I've participated in over the years, Opportunity zones, New Market Tax Credits, similar sort of structures, there's a cost to the taxpayer. This is no cost. It uses the the county, the property tax structure already in place to manage it. They usually will charge uh, us in the private sector, the developer, to pay for that. So there is some time and a learning curve, and that's where folks like Paula and her team have really been able to be a resource to these counties because I think if they can understand and start to see a project or two, it could really be a game changer in my opinion. And you know, it's, it's not just the returns, you know, as, as when we bring a new hotel into a market, we're also bringing jobs. We're bringing a, a tax base to that local community through lodging taxes they charge us. So it's, you know, I can't think of a better program that's a win-win. Just curious,
0: how large of a project are you looking at at Redmond?
1: Yeah, uh, cost today for anything is very expensive. (laughs) We all know inflation is rising, which really makes these analysis difficult. A typical uh, 100-room hotel, all in with land and the vertical construction, the building itself, we're, uh, we're between 15 and $20 million. So, you know, if you can get... 2 to $3 million on the on the CPACE financing, that really does start to make uh, projects that aren't attractive much more attractive.
0: Absolutely. Paul, what other types of projects in Deschutes County might be eligible for CPACE?
1: Louise,
2: it's been every sector that's really been able to take advantage of CPACE. Uh, I will say that the hospitality sector has certainly been the most effective at using CPACE funds, but uh, what we're seeing and what we're really excited about as well is that we're seeing really great progress in affordable housing, figuring out how to utilize CPACE. We're also seeing significant improvements in the agricultural sector, figuring out how to utilize CPACE. And I think as we're looking at increasing costs of food, we're looking at um, higher costs of energy and less availability of water helping the agricultural sector figure out how to use resources more efficiently to produce food is going to be very important in our future. But nonprofits are also eligible to use CPACE. Uh, In fact, one of our endorsers is uh, St. Francis Catholic Church. I'm not sure if they're looking at a project down the future, but This is a great opportunity for any nonprofit that either owns their own building or can work with the building owner and put in some energy efficiency, renewable energy, or water conservation improvements that can help both the property owner and the tenant reduce their energy costs.
0: Where can our listeners go? For more information, Paula, you first.
2: They can find out, listeners can find out more at 350deschutes.org. Under one of our menus, not sure which one, uh, you'll be able to find information on seat pace.
0: Awesome. Todd, how about from you?
1: Yeah, I would refer anyone interested in information to uh, look at our website at maritayhotels.com. Myself is on there and feel free to, to call direct or send an email.